Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. Welcome, everybody, to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. I'm Pete Wright, and I am here with Nikki Kinzer. Nikki. Woo! Woo! <laughs> hello. And there was much rejoicing. Yes. Hello. Welcome. How are you Hi, doing? Pete Wright. How are you doing? You feeling good? Feeling strong? I am. I'm feeling good. I don't know if I, how strong I'm feeling, but <laughs> I feel good. Want to arm wrestle? <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, we're going to we are going to be talking about fitness today. We're going to be talking about wearables and apps and all sorts of good stuff. But first, uh we're going to talk about a little follow-up. We, you had started uh you really opened up uh, several I guess now it's been a couple months uh, uh talking about what's going on in your life and and you have an update. I do. I do. I have an update on my son um, and his school situation. And I thought, you know, I, I shared the world with uh, my challenge. And last week we talked about, you know, turning problems into possibilities. And so I thought, well, what a great time to follow up with what was a problem or a challenge um, with this wonderful, you know, update with this possibility that happened um, or came true, I guess is the way to, to mm-hmm. say that. But um, yeah, he he's doing great. Um, after I guess Christmas break, it was he, well, right before Christmas break, um, he was still really struggling in math and, you know, we had spent so much time getting him to, to study and preparing him for the tests and, and to come back and see that those tests were still really low was so discouraging, not only for him, but, but for us too, because I really felt like, you know, he had grasped the information and all that stuff. So anyway, we, we went on break and, and, uh, the Monday after break, I called the principal and I said, you know, I, I really need to talk to you, um, more in depth. Cause this would, this would have already been the second conversation that I had with her sure. about this whole situation and, you know, really talk about our options because this just isn't working. And so, um, after doing some digging and, uh, coming up with a conclusion, we, we really felt that the best thing for Jaden was to actually go down a level in his math class. And, um, you know, when, when I talked to Jaden about this, he, he was not happy. <laughs> I, mean, no, I, just... I can't imagine. I, that's <laughs> yeah. be very disappointing. It was very disappointing. And he felt like he was being demoted is what he said. Those were his words. He was yeah. being demoted and he was very concerned about what other people were going to think, of course, because, you know, he's 12 and he's in sixth grade and that stuff matters. And, and, um, so we kind of, uh, talked him through that about what to say or what not to say or what, um, what he needed to say or what, you know, that he really didn't need to say anything if he didn't want to. So we sort of like kind of guided him through that piece, the peer piece of it. But after about a week, 
um, I asked him, you know, how's math going? What are you thinking? He's like, oh, I'm so glad we did this. (laughs) He was so relieved. And he feels so smart because he's like, you know, they're about a chapter or not a chapter. They're about a whole like block behind. And so what it's not like it's a less math class in the sense that they're learning different things. It's just that they're learning it at a different pace. So quite as fast. And so where they were at, you know, he was doing a month ago or whatever. And so he felt so smart. Like, I know this, you know, like for him now he gets the opportunity to kind of be, feel like a leader. Like he he knows his stuff now. Yes. And it gives him the opportunity to, to really cement what it is that those foundational, you know, principles that he needs to have to, to move forward. And, um, so really pleased and just checked his grades, um, this week and he's getting an A plus now granted they're, they're not taking all of the assignments, you know, from his old right, um, that he missed. class. Yeah. And so it's just a few handful of assignments, but what's so cool about that is that even when he only had a handful of assignments in the last class, he wasn't getting an A, he was getting a D. And so just for him to see that, oh, 10 out of 10, 9 out of 9, you know, um, big, huge smile and yeah. confidence. And and uh, so anyway, that, that's been really great. And I've been just really happy to see to see that. So, you know, fingers are crossed because as we all know, <laughs> things happen. Yes, and they happen <laughs> fast. And if it's not school, it might be something else because That's right. he's going into puberty and there's a lot of emotions and, you know, a lot of stuff going on. But, um, but yeah, I thought I would share that with the listeners and just say, you know, things are, you know, things are looking up. So, well, you know, and I love that too, The there's a, there's a broader lesson, you know, that, that when you feel like you're really being stretched, you know, where you feel like you're being challenged to the point of overwhelm, uh, there's, there is real power in being able to take a step back, you know, and in Jaden's case, it's just a month. You step back a month mm-hmm, and, right. and you get yourself back to a, a place of center. You know, I, I find that too, you know, I, I'm a musician, I play the piano and sometimes when I feel like I haven't practiced in a long time and I sit down and play something that I played in high school, you know, or college that uh, I haven't played in many years, but realize I can still play it. It's that refreshing reminder that, you know, I haven't lost that much. Right, right. Uh, you know, there's a there, there there's a reason we put ourselves in the place, and sometimes stretching yourself too much is um, it's not always good. It's not always great. So that's a great lesson. Yes, yes. All right. Well, shall we? And talk? I finished the Breaking Bad series. Oh well, that's the biggest <laughs> news of all. Why'd you bury the lead on that? I can't remember. For, I, I know I finished it last week when we spoke, but I don't think I ever mentioned it. But yeah, oh. I finished that. But now I'm on a, a new thing. What's that? The podcast serial. Oh, good. About time. I know. Are you just riveted? I am. And it's it's interesting because I've been listening to it while I work out, which I know is crazy. So I'm so glad we're talking about fitness. This will be a good like transition. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I listen to it while I work out. And what's so cool about it is that the time goes by so fast because you're so engrossed into the to the to the story that, you know, you're not really paying attention that you've been on the elliptical for as long as you have. Totally. I <laughs> totally. I, I listen to most podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts, as you as you may be able to imagine. I yes. listen to a ton of podcasts, and Serial is one of very few that I listen to on regular speed. Most podcasts I jack up to you know double speed so I can you know listen to more, but that that one I I have to take it in just as they present it. It is so good. 
Okay, so I'm confused. This may be a stupid question, but what do you mean double speed? Oh, uh, well, on many podcast apps, you can increase the speed uh, of the podcast that you're listening to. So, for example, I use... I know that. Yes, it's really, really great. So, you know, I use, for example, Pocket Casts. That's my podcast app of choice. And so I subscribe to everything in there. And you can change the speed to 1.5 speed or double speed. Just about every podcast app has this option to be able to change the speed, you know, in the on the the playing screen, and and uh, so for example, even in Apple's podcast app, as you're looking at, there's a little speed one x, and if you tap that, it goes to one point five x to two x uh, down to point five x. So you can actually listen to them slower if you really like them. So are you talking about like, so if people are listening to us right now on double yeah. speed or like, are we talking about like really fast? Like yeah. we fast talkers. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, what's funny is that you, you oh, really acclimate to it. You know, I do the same thing on audible. You know, I listen to all my audiobooks on, on, uh, you know, an increased speed because your brain acclimates to it. And if you're in a, a, a kind of a quiet space and you, you know, you can, you can find yourself really focusing on what you're listening to, um, without a lot of sort of, oral distractions, mm-hmm. uh, then listening to it on, on a higher speed really is no impact at all. And some speakers are, speak very, very slowly. And so speeding it up to double speed, it, it's <laughs> they're practically speaking as fast as you are normally, you know, and so um, just it, it works really, really well. So some people out there think we're really fast talkers. I think we're really fast talkers. I yeah. listen to us on double speed. And we're fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we get right through this. We get right through it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right, good. I learned something new. Well, happy day. Yeah. Happy day. Yeah. To learn so something that's new. my new that's my new thing. And um yeah, we'll see how long it takes me to 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 zip through that. Well, now it may take you uh, half the time. Luckily there are only twelve <laughs> episodes. So no. but I find yeah. myself really uh you know sucked into it now. Like I'm super interested in just the news, the serial news. What's going on with this case now that because, you know, I mean. Don't tell me. There's activity yeah, in yeah. the media. Right. So. Yeah, anyway. it's exciting. So, yeah, I was very excited about um, getting, on, you know, getting into something new that. that Good for I you. I can obsess over. Yes, no, totally. Kidding. <laughs> That's not the case, but it is interesting. So there you have it. So let's go to this fitness yeah. thing. What do you have in store for us? Because well, this, this, uh, this excites me. I'm excited. Well, I'm glad. I, I hope so. We've been talking so much about mindfulness, you know, over the last few weeks. And, and uh, as we've discussed before, so much about how we feel is impacted by how we feel in our skin. So, right. you know, are we doing the things that we need to do to keep our engines running and our bodies healthy? So, I, you know, I, not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. So, you know, I thought we might uh, look today at a few of the top technology tools that help us track our diet and activity and see how, uh, you know, how monitoring can impact our lives. Um, and I, you know, I, I do track and I, I think I've gotten to the point where I'm tracking just what I really care about and the things that I really care about. But you can go so far with this data and the kinds of stuff that you track about your life and what you eat and what you do. Uh, and, and so that's where I thought we would uh, spend our time today. What do you think? I think it's great. Awesome. So are you using any sort of tracking? I've used, um, let's see, three different types of tracking devices or apps or whatever. I um, was on Weight Watchers for a while, so I used their Weight Watchers app, which tracks everything. And then I also used the app Lose It. Um, I've used that before. And then um, I had a Fitbit for a short period of time, but it got lost. That that was a problem for me in Fitbit because the the original Fitbits, you know, they were either clip on, they came in these little rubber things that you put on your belt, and they were just little tiny pills. 
And uh, that was the first Fitbit I had was the little pill. And you'd put it in the little rubber thing and put it on your belt or in your pocket or something, and it would invariably fall out. And I can't tell you the number of times that I would be mowing the lawn and I'd have to, like, I'd lose my Fitbit somewhere in the lawn. And I would be crawling with my phone across the grass to, <laughs> trying to, to try to it. get a signal to try to, you know, you could make it like beep, you know, you could make it buzz uh, with your phone, but you'd have to be really close to it for it to pick up and buzz through Bluetooth on the phone. And so it was, it's a really, it was an embarrassing product for me personally, yeah. crawling across my yard. Well, right. Uh, you know, that uh, Fitbit really is the biggest company in this space, right? They've been around a long time. They sit on, you know, 69% of the wearables market right now. And so odds are, if you meet someone with a tracker on, they likely have a Fitbit if they've been tracking for any length of time. The current top of the line for Fitbit is the Flex. It is another pill-like tracker, that, but it sits in a bracelet. So you, when it's advertised, you see the bracelet, uh, and it looks like it's a bracelet, but it actually is the little pill, and it pops out of the bracelet for you know charging and syncing, that kind of a thing. But the bracelet makes all the difference. Being able to plug it in makes a huge difference. comes in lots of fruity colors. Uh, it is largely considered one of the more accurate trackers. Uh, on the market. So, you know, accurate by meaning, uh, you know, is it when you take a step, is it accurately reading that step or does it count two steps or three steps? There are, you know, many of these sort of second tier trackers are not accurate in that way. So at the end of the day, you feel like, oh, I took 17,000 steps today. And uh, that's that does not represent your overall activity. So Fitbit is is largely considered um, kind of one of the most accurate. Um, it doesn't have any sort of altimeter in it, so it can't tell you how many steps you've climbed. For example, some trackers do, um, but you know, some it it really is. I think augmented well with the app that comes with Fitbit that you put on your phone. So you know, Fitbit is a is it's a solid. It's a well known company. It does have uh, some challenges to it, which I'll talk about in a minute. The other big dog in this um, in this fight uh, comes from Jawbone. Now, Jawbone is a speaker and headset company uh, in their DNA, but in wearables, they're really the plucky upstarts here. And and thanks to this sort of leapfrog nature of technology, they are right now the leader in this space, if only just by a hair. Hmm. Um, so it, it is another bracelet device. Uh, it, uh, you know, it's, it's these, it tracks, it's, it's considered when compared to the Fitbit, it, ha- it, it is, it tracks equivalently. So it is considered extremely accurate. Uh, but you know, both the up 24 and the Fitbit flex track sleep, right? So at the end of the day, you can put it in sleep mode and it'll track how restless you are when you're sleeping. And that can be really useful data, right? If you, uh, you know, particularly when you look at the correlation between weight loss and good sleep, right? Uh, you know, yeah. you want to lose a few pounds, get to bed at nine, nine thirty. Mm-hmm. You will be stunned at how much weight you lose, uh, when, when you get good sleep, uh, which is wonderfully ironic to me. I think about that every day. I'm down a half a pound this morning and look at that. It's because I went to sleep at 9.30. Hmm. Uh, I did nothing. I literally did nothing <laughs> to lose this half a pound. It was fantastic. Anyway, so they both offer a, 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 an alarm to wake you up in the morning, both these devices. The Flex offers a buzzing alarm that wakes you at whatever time you set. But the Up24 offers a smart sleep-to-wake alarm, right? It wakes you when it senses you're at your lightest sleep, right? Around the time you set that you want to wake up, there is a window and it says, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at your sleep. I'm going to start buzzing you very lightly. I want to wake you slowly so that you don't just jar up out of bed. So 
it, it you know the idea is if you if you're not jarring up out of bed you won't have that bleary-eyed feeling you know of mm-hmm. when you roll out of bed you end up waking you know when you're when nature at, at a at a point where nature really would wake you um and so it's those little features right those little things right around the edges of the design mm-hmm. that give the up 24 the lead in design and uh you know it's it, it i think that's the one that is is seeing a lot more press uh, the Nike Fuel Band has been around forever with legions of fans. It's another bracelet, uh, but what it tracks for you overall in overall activity, it, it tracks in the form of fuel. So the Fuel Band knows when you're walking and running and dancing and doing parkour around the city and all the activity that, according to their website, you do. Uh, that activity is munged into one number, right? It's the fuel number. So this makes it super easy to start comparing stats with others. My fuel number is 3,000, and if your fuel number is 4,000, I know you've been more active than I have. Uh, If we were just comparing steps, I wouldn't be able to necessarily see, you know, were my steps bigger than yours did i cover more distance did i or what you did right like if it was running or right okay sure sure and so um you know the fuel uh, fuel points uh, that has been a way for nike to normalize activity across the device and there you know you it really works well particularly in creating virtual competitions you know races with others through the fuel app Uh, it's very slick but you have to adopt the language of fuel to truly fall in love with it so now, all of these things are made so, so much better with the apps that come with them, right? And mm-hmm. so all the devices have an app. Nike has an app. Fitbit has an app. Uh, Up has an app. Uh, and they track, they sync via Bluetooth LE, right? This low-energy Bluetooth, uh, it, it syncs your activity data to the device. And once you do that, uh, you can start tracking more of your, um, you know, specialized activity and your diet, right? Mm. So are you using anything to track your your diet right now? No. Mm-mm. Why not? And I'm not no judgment, no judgment. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just really curious. inconsistent. Yeah. Like I'll do it for a day and then I don't do it again. Yeah. Like I just am so inconsistent that sometimes I just I'm kind of at that point right now it's just like, well what what's the point? I'm not consistent. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally get it. And that's one of the benefits, obviously, of having these wearables that allow you to track things without having to think about them. And it is a new and very difficult habit when you have to start tracking on your own. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you know what I love about all these apps is that, for me, they allow me to separate my intention around health. Mm -hmm. We've talked a lot about intention. So I'm I'm not a doctor, obviously. There's a disclaimer. I'm not a doctor, but... I've had lots of health issues with doctors. But I play a doctor right. on TV. <laughs> right? but, uh, yes, I play a doctor in their office. It's very confusing. Uh, based on my own you know, healthy issues and research and my experience, this is, is how I'm living right now. So I used to work out to lose weight, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so guess how much weight I lost while working out. And this was like last year for the duration of the year. How much weight would I I'm just going to take a guess that you probably, if you, I, I think I know where you're going here. So you're. Oh, it's a baited. It's a loaded question. It <laughs> is a loaded question. Uh, if you intended to work out to lose weight, but then you're asking me kind of in this like, mm-hmm. you know, funny way, like how much do you think I lost? <laughs> you're like, Come on, tell me, tell me how much do you think? Triple dog dare you. Yeah. I'm going to say you didn't lose as much as you wanted. I didn't lose any. You didn't lose I didn't any. lose any weight. I didn't change my diet, right? Because I, I was already eating, you know, I, I didn't change my input, my intake, right? I was already eating well, 
right? I, I was, you know, gluten-free. I was, yeah, you know, you for other have. issues that I had to deal with. Like, I had changed my diet, but I was taking in the same amount of food that I normally take in every day. And then I, I went to work out. And maybe I saw in the very beginning a, a little drop by a few pounds. But generally, I went back up to that. Now, the the results at the end of this was, you know, I, I was stronger. I was more fit. I could run farther. I could do more things. So that's really great. But it was only when I started to track my fitness and my food that I started to see this correlation uh, that fits the latest research that my doctors were sending me. Weight is determined largely by diet. Health performance is determined largely by exercise. So you want to get stronger? Go work out. You want your uh, a stronger, more healthy heart? Go work out. You want to run farther and be less sore over time? Go work out. You want to lose weight? Eat better food and less of it. Mm. That's it. It, is, it ends up being really, really simple. And for me, using the apps that come with these wearables, and in fact, I settled on one you've already mentioned, Lose It, uh, in the iOS app store, which I, I love. It, it, it also has a web program as well um you know when you go for the premium app it's 39.99 a year and you get access to all sorts of features that let you track your intake and set goals around the kinds of food that you want to eat and the kinds of nutrients that you want to make sure that you have in order to reach your weight goals and for me that ended up being the secret sauce and and i mean it's immediate it is immediate uh you start seeing the weight fall off it's wow, like I'm inspired now. I should probably start tracking it again. And I know the nice thing about Lose It, and you know, for me was that they do save. You know, you you have this inventory of your most common foods and stuff. Yes. So, you know, I typically eat one of two breakfasts in the morning, and so you know, it's it is easy once those are entered to be able to just click it and say, okay, that's what I had, and then they do the calorie count and everything already on on there for you. So. Okay. Interesting. Well, I knew that I, I, you know, I know what you're saying is true because I, I remember reading something that like 80% of, of weight loss is your diet. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you get into the habit of tracking it consistently? Cause that's my biggest thing. Like I'm really good for like a day or two and then I just sort of go off the wagon. Yeah, it, it is. It's really difficult. But the, the nice thing is that you don't have to track it forever to learn the lessons that you need to learn, right? And I think that's the thing for me that's so important. Mm-hmm. I So for me right now, Lose It is, and, and many of these apps have these features, but I, I and so when you, when you pick, like right now, I'm, my recommendation would be, and this, this changes <laughs> depending on, you know, the TikTok of technology, but my recommendation is the, is the, the UP24. Um, and so you use the UP24, you, you can look at the UP app. It's really great. The, the UP24 also ties in to lose it. So all of your exercise, your fitness data can sync right into lose it. Uh, and, and then once you are looking at that for your fitness data, it's really easy to make that next leap and say, okay, I'm going to set a goal around hydration. I want to build a habit around hydration. I know I need to drink more water, so I'm going to set a goal and lose it that I need to drink, you know, five, 12 ounce glasses of water every day. It's something I don't do. I need to just set a goal and do it. And when you set a goal around it, there is an internal trigger that uh, I, I think is set um, that that kind of helps you motivate to open the app to do it. And you don't have to do it forever. You just have to do it until you find yourself naturally drinking water every day. 
Right. Um, now, for me, you, the food thing becomes kind of a game. I I really like the the food tracking because the way it you know the way it works to track food. You know, you can first of all, the library of food is very large and lose yeah, it. So it just about anything you search for, you will likely find. Mm-hmm. You can create. You know, like you said, you create meals and then you can just re-enter those meals. And then when you're out and about, you're at a grocery store or you're, you come into the house and you think I'm going to eat a serving of you know such and such, you can use the camera on your phone or uh, you know tablet or iPad and you can scan the barcode of whatever product you're about to eat uh and it will tell you okay you're going to eat this one serving of this is this many calories this much protein this much fat etc and you can say okay i'm going to eat maybe two servings of this i've had a good day and so i'm i'm going to go crazy with these crackers right uh, <laughs> and so now you're you're tracking it's very very easy to get the stuff into the app mm-hmm. um and uh, and so i find that that's a nice way to build the habit. But the the other thing I, I do and did at the beginning was just I set a, a reminder. Uh, you know, every day at noon, I have an alarm that goes off that says, hey, check your food and lose it. You know, oh, yeah. Just, that's just a simple to remind thing. you to mm-hmm. do it and do breakfast. You can also pre-scan, uh, you know, if you have a really predictable week and you know you're going to eat one of two things for breakfast and one of two things for lunch and one of, you know... I, you can uh, actually schedule your meals so that you can say, okay, I know what I'm eating all week. I know mm-hmm. I have no meals out. I know I'm, it's, it's very, and then all you have to do is edit, you know, if you make any changes, which is mm-hmm. a really nice way to go. So did you upgrade? Did you go to the upgrade? I did. I, I did. did the premium. And I, you're glad that you did that? I am. I like all the extra goals. Uh, I, I like all, you know, I set a ton of goals, um, you know, and goals around you know, hydration is one of them because I'm terrible yeah. about drinking water. Um, but in terms of, of extra performance goals, I mean, there's just a, a lot a you lot can there. do. Um, and, and finally, you can earn bonuses by fitness because, you know, the way Lose It tracks your fitness, you can go in and say, you know, did you hit your 7,500 steps on a given day? If you did, you start earning more calories back. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go mm-hmm. have a killer dinner, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all right. Just go, you know, walk some more, get right. hit some more steps, and it'll tell you how much you can afford. So for me, it's a gamification of health that that really uh, has been working for me. I uh, I love it, and I love the way all these these devices tie into, um, you know, tie into the apps. And my app of choice right now is Lose It, but there are so so many. Um, I, I do have one more. Uh, this is sort of a public service announcement because I got this question from somebody else on uh, as I was doing my research. What where do I stand on um, the wearables from uh, like Apple Watch is getting all of the you know all the current buzz right now is is right around Apple Watch and and that brings up you know uh, Samsung Health and Google F- or Android Fit. Uh, these are the platforms from the device manufacturers that, um, you know, and the Apple Watch is going to have a, a fitness, all the fitness tracking stuff built into it that will sync with Apple Health. Um, I really like Apple Health. It's an app on the latest uh, iOS 8, um, and it, it allows you to have kind of one place that tracks all of your health data, not just, um, you know, your steps, but it, it does track steps, particularly if you have an iPhone, I think 5, five five s or six 
you just carry your phone in your pocket and you're tracking your steps through Apple Health. Wow, it'll, it'll that's tell you, Yeah, that's great. You know, it does that automatically. But all of uh, all these apps will share their data that they collect with Apple Health. So because you can put in doctor information and reports and other things into Apple Health, um, it's really nice to have all these apps and devices that sync with Apple Health. So, you know, even though I'm using Lose It day to day, I can open Apple Health with my doctor and say, you know, here is how my health data integrates with my my latest physical mm-hmm. Fitbit. This is the the one problem I have with Fitbit. They announced that of all of the app manufacturers, they are not going to support integration with Apple Health. So oh. you have to get a third party app called like Fit Fitbit Sync or something, which you know these third party apps that help syncing engines. They tend to be you know. <laughs> temporary at best. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to break it on one side or the other. And so, uh, you know, I, I question that. I, Jawbone Up uh, syncs with Lose It, but also with Apple Health. Lose It syncs directly with Apple Health. So all it, it, you're creating a health ecosystem. Uh, and, and for me, uh, it works very well. I would say the same thing on Android. Google uh, Android Fit Make sure that the device and the app you're using, if you want to use this broader fitness ecosystem or a place to have all of your fitness data, make sure that the device you buy, the wearable that you buy, actually syncs with that ecosystem. Mm. Um, and um, so that's that. Fantastic. What do you think? I am inspired. I'm going to start tracking. I think you should. I think you'll I enjoy think, it. Yeah, I got to see if it if it makes a difference. Yeah. And I think it's a good thing to remember, like what you said, you don't have to do it forever. And so, you know, just to get it, it, it just do it enough so that, you know, yeah, these, these habits that I want to instill just yeah. eating wise, um, stick. Well, yeah. And, so. and once you know what your breakfast is, you know, what, you know, the impact your breakfast has on your day, once you know your regular lunch impact on your day, mm-hmm. you can start making some decisions instinctively without putting in every day, right. um, you know, about how you're going to handle tonight. If I want to, like I said, you know, I, I had a big dinner the other night. We were, I knew I was going out with some friends and we were going to a wing joint and I wanted to be able to really enjoy my wings and have yeah. a beer and enjoy my time. So, you know, I knew where I needed to go light. I needed some heavy protein through in small snacks throughout the day so that I could kind of earn that dinner. And that, that just, for me, that really uh, ends up working well mm-hmm. and still be able to see weight loss every day. Mm-hmm. Just Love a it. little bit. Yeah. I, I should add one last Thank thing. You. Uh, scales. Yeah. You know, there are n- these wireless scales that also, uh, you know, work with, um, uh, with Lose It and various apps. Uh, the Withings scale, um, the uh, Healtho. Oh, gosh. See, now I have lost it. The Healtho health meter ugh, scale. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes. But these scales, so you can step on the Fitbit Aria or the Withing scale, and it will, um, you know, it'll tell you, um, you know, here's how much you weigh. Sync that wirelessly to your phone. Uh, but it also can do like a, a body mass calculation, runs a little charge through your skin uh, wow. as your bare feet hit the scale. Like it can, it can do oh, some gosh, pretty so significant amazing. things. It is really amazing. <laughs> so if you want to get serious about it, you know, one of these scales is a, yeah. is a pretty slick way to go. So that's well, all I have. my scale's broken right now. So maybe I'll look into that. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good time to do it. <laughs> and I didn't throw it out the window. It, wasn't that, it didn't get broken that way. My, my scale's broken. It's <laughs> under my car's tire. How did that happen? I don't how know how that, that happened. Happen? No, very yeah, good. This was great. Good. Thank you, Pete. Good stuff. I hope so. I hope this helps, folks. Please let, let us know if you have any questions. Find us on Facebook or uh, Twitter. Um, you can reach out to us at um, 
Take Control ADHD on Twitter, uh, Take Control ADHD on Facebook. You know, we're, we're just pretty much everywhere. I'm Pete Wright. Uh, on Twitter, we'd love to hear from you. Subscribe to the show on iTunes for free. Make sure you don't miss an episode or, you know, your podcatcher of choice, like, you know, Pocket Cast, so you can listen to us super, super fast. Sorry, because we're really fast talkers. Because we're really fast talkers. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright. We'll see you next week on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. Mm-hmm.